That's a max truck of information. Okay. Okay, welcome back to the three strings. Before we delve into this episode, um, just a quick thing. The character of Arlo couldn't be here for one of the sessions. I combined two sessions. So sometimes I am doing her voice and sometimes she's doing her own voice. It goes in and out. Um, It's mostly me. And again, I try to make the best decisions for the characters, but I am not the character um, that they have created. So uh, it's always better when they're here. Other than that, we are starting off with our characters waking up on the day that they are supposed to board a boat to head to the island of the Minotaur. What time would you like to wake up? I'm I'm pretty sure Barrett would like to wake up pretty early to get. Oh, yeah. I need. Mean, yeah, I'd say like seven. Seven. Yeah. See. I'll say Barrett wakes up at seven too. Okay. The boat leaves in two hours. I'm going to push. I'm gonna go get my arrows. Barrett goes to get his arrows. He's able to retrieve them from Philip the Blacksmith. So you have five more arrows, Ferret. You ready? Okay, so for the acid arrow, on a hit, the target takes 2d4 acid damage, but at the end, of that target's next turn, they they then take an additional 1d4 damage. Um, I was gonna ask you, did you wanna buy any healing potions? Sure. I think that might be a good idea. <clears throat> That's a good idea. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do like two. How much are they? So there's different ones, and they only got healing and greater healing. Uh So it goes, healing is 25 gold pieces each, and then greater healing, they're 50 gold pieces each. Um, Do you know which one I have? How much gold coin I have? It should be on your your, uh, sheet. Okay. And then healing gives you 2d4 plus 2. That's what you roll to see how much you get. And then superior, or then greater healing gives you 44 plus four. And I think they each got, I think they got, each of them got two healing and one greater healing. So like a hundred gold pieces. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I want to, no, should I just get, no, but greater healing is a hundred. Greater healing is 50 each. I'll do just like, wait, that's better. <laughs> like greater healing, like, do you only use it once? All of them? You can't All break them, them up? All of them you can only use once, yeah. All right, I'll take one greater healing and then one... Um, Regular healing? Yeah. Okay, that's so just put those in your inventory. Yeah. One healing and then one G healing, the greater one. And then that's 
75 gold pieces. Yep, I took that. And wait, wait, in inventory or? So, oh, yep, I subtract did. 75 from yeah, where I you did. pick your yep. gold. And then in your, yeah. In and I have it in my notes here from last time too because I took Perfect. that off. I'm just going to go eat breakfast and find Arlo. Yeah, I don't really think I can add anything, I guess, now that I think about it. Okay. Farrah goes to get his arrows. The rest of you go to breakfast. Arlo is there. She says, are you ready, comrades? Are you ready? I've never been more ready. That's what I like to hear at Lazy. That's not true. Oh! Okay. Oh! We have a long voyage ahead of us. There's plenty of and time for that. <laughs> So don't you, <laughs> don't you worry. I just secured the captain's quarters. Is it so you go down <laughs> to the harbor, right? About 9 a.m. You have your stocks, you're all ready. Yep. You go onto the boat and on the boat, you can see a medley of people being put onto the boat. There are the sacrifices and the sacrifices include The sacrifices include um, Hasone and Simon, the two who yeah. agreed to be sacrifices. The willing participants. Mm -hmm. They include Melite, the woman who was spying from Athens. They include two men who look like they're in their early 30s, the murderers. Um, they also include and uh, a woman, I'm not going to give her name. A younger woman who was prostituting herself on the street with short brown hair. Hey, we know you. Uh, they include another woman who looks like she is about 30. She has long blonde hair. Um, it also includes a little boy named Miles, who yep. he Stole is put bread. onto the boat. Stole bread. Um, and then there is another man who looks about 40, who is put onto the boat. And finally, the 10th and final um, sacrifice is Europe, the prostitute from the bathhouse. Oh no! Did you hear that? Um, the ship is guarded by... Nine guards are on the ship. The captain is Skylar. Hey guys, it's me. I'm Skylar. I go and by then he has eight guards with him. They put all the um, sacrifices down below. They show you to your quarters. And they say, we have a four-day journey ahead of us. And you take off. You know, I should question as many people as possible with our arcana stuff. I need to talk to that one chick. Europe? Oh, yeah. Um. Are the guys that are the guards on the boat, Was did I hang out with them the day before? Like, are we bros? Yeah, you're bros with the guards. They know they know who the three of you are. You all competed in the Minos tournament. 
but like met them on many occasions, but they're closest with you. Okay. Crit. So it's just in the morning we just set sail? Yep, it's about 10 a.m. You just left the harbor. Okay. Go find Malite. 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 Trying to find a quiet corner. Um, so the very low lowest level of the boat is where all the sacrifices are. Um, you find a quiet corner with Malite. She is bound by her hands. Her hands are tied together. That's fine. I should pull up like a box or a stool or something and sit down in front of her. So you got caught? Obviously. Doing what? Better than those two over there. I was spying on the king. For who? The Grayson family. Do you know them? No. Well, they run the city called Athens, where I grew up. And I was spying for them. Gathering, what, what information were you after? What was your mission? I wanted to find out what the king was planning. What his next move was. Peace isn't real, man. Is anybody listening? Um, that matters. Uh, mm, investigation check. Eleven. That matters? No. A few of the other sa sacrifices are listening, but they don't so, matter. So, my family sigil ring, I pull it out of my pocket and I show it to her. Where'd you get that? The time of my birth. Put it back. Who the fuck are you? We're gonna talk to that kid. There are, are a lot you? of people here. Hey, fuck you. For unfortunate reasons. I talk to short people just like you. It's true. And most of them, including you, have reasons mind to be kept alive. Are you with that little gnome man? Yes. <laughs> well, I made a deal with him that if he sets me free when we get to the Minotaur, and if he saves me and protects me from the Minotaur and gets me out, then I'll bring that little rinky-dink letter you have to your father. Which is who I'm guessing you are, from what he told me. You're very wise in the ways of your homeland's history, then. You know they all think you're dead, right? That's what I'm told. Letter just proves otherwise. Do you think Daddy will care? 
I don't know. Will he? I don't know. Most of my dealings are with his confidants, not him. He's pretty fucking secretive. Do you have a cigarette? Yeah. May I have one? <laughs> and a light? I mean, I smoke, so I assume I have one. Okay. Yeah, I light it for it. Put that in your inventory. Yep. Lighter. Pack of cigarettes. I don't know if a lighter is the right word, but like. Matches. Infinite mini. Infinite Matches. mini. Torch box. Matches. Like one of those little flint. That should be one yes. of those skills. Matches. Yes. It's like that. Obviously, as a wizard, you should be able to gain a skill where you can snap and there's like a little flame on your phone. The there is. Tight. It's a cantrip. I just don't have it. You should figure that shit out. Snap lighter. Snap lighter. <laughs> Snap on. Snap off. <laughs> Snap I am struggling with that very thought. <clears throat> How would he feel if he knew I was still alive? I understand you might not want to just tell me. So what do you want? Honey, I don't know your family's issues. You were born. Who do you work for? Currently the King of Crete. Do you know all of his issues? I see your point. I can tell you one thing, and that's that you died, and they all mourned you. I don't know you. I've forgotten my homeland and my family. And something about me has a responsibility to make sure that you make it out of this alive. Help me help you do that. Honey. That's fucking rough. Did you know I'm on my way to be killed by a beast that's half fucking person, half fucking bull? <laughs> I'm on my way to kill a beast that's half fucking person and half fucking bull. Good luck, dude. If you can save me, I'll help you. I promise you that. And we have a deal. I gave her three more cigarettes. Ah! You're a doll! Leave. Baby Gray. What about noon? Um, Ty's waiting by the door, slapping on the ash. It's all yours. No, I'm just kidding. Baby Gray. Baby Gray! Uh, it's about noon, and the guards are handing out lunch to the sacrifices and to you. Simple sandwiches. Subject. Hey, Lee. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. You gonna be playing dice tonight with us? Uh, yeah, that sounds great. 
I was gonna ask you what your plans are, but now I know. Those are my plans. Excellent. Are you ready to lose again? I'll lose. All right. We'll How dare you, Lee? All right. <laughs> I'm like a really, I'm like really good at playing those games. You're okay. Yeah. Uh-huh, whatever floats your boat, kid. <laughs> Just give me your money. Anything you want to do, maybe? I'm going to go talk to that kid. Okay. Um, so when you're approaching the kid, you can see that he's kind of like curled himself up into a little ball. And he seems pretty scared. Okay. Uh, <laughs> saw you on the street. Are you really, uh... Feeding you to a monster just for stealing some bread? The mistress of the orphanage said I said I'd done more. What that what did that witch say? I run away from the orphanage. Understandable. But... I steal a lot. I just hate it there, you know? Now you're on your way to die. Yeah. Is that how you're going to take your life? You're just going to accept that your fate is to see some monstrosity and that's the end? That's end up in the belly me. of the beast? Yeah? <laughs> that's what they tell you? But when were you listening to them in the first place? That's what wound you up here, huh? Because you find your own way. Listen. You're gonna have to go into that maze no matter what. That's a fact. But when you're in there, don't take no chances. Play it smart. Live to see another day. Stick close to those who have the ability to defend you. And the moment you're free, you take up whatever arms you can find. And you fight till you're bitter last. That's what got you here. And that's what's going to get you out. Are you saying I should stick to you? I'm saying you should... Seize this opportunity. You're sick of the orphanage. You're sick of everything that was over you now. And now the only thing you've given an opportunity, this is your out. Because once you boarded that ship, they left you for dead. Now it's up to you. You're going to survive? Do whatever it takes. Sacrifice those around you to make it at least one more day. Like you have before. You're taking all your chances. This is not your death sentence, son. This is your this this is your opportunity. You not, need not slay this beast itself, but you need to look out for yourself. I'd hate to see someone so misfortunate. He kind of he lifts his his shackled arms and says, "I have no weapons, sir. How am I meant to look after myself?" You got teeth, son. Do they unshackle? I'm gonna ask if they unshackle them when we get there. 
And once you're there, whether you're shackled, bound or not, you can still hide. He, he lowers the shackles and he says, can I stick with you when we're there? You can stick close to me if you can. My name's Miles. It's a pleasure to meet you, Miles. I'm going to shake his hand. I cannot promise that you're going to get out of this alive or that I can really do anything for it, but I can promise I'll do everything that I possibly can to make sure that you have a better opportunity than was presented before here. Thank you. Just keep your chin up and remember, you need to survive whatever it takes. You've done it so far and you've done well. You're gonna need a little more, dig deep. You can get through. He nods his head at you. And uh, good shifts his alignment no. to chaotic good. No. That's a good kid. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go and wander around, kinda, I'm gonna see Malate or whatever. I'm looking for the captain of the ship. And Mac is doing what? I'm still showing, what time is it? Three? Um. Uh, like I'm getting a Oh, wait, three's probably. No, three's fine. I'm gonna uh, ask them if they have. Do you guys have any ale while I beat you in dice again? That we could drink along this long boat? Yeah! Yeah. You know it, Lee. We got a ton of ale. Great, we should play and have some. We will play. Drinks. After dinner? Could could we start now? Because, you know, I don't know how much longer I have, and I just would love to hang out with you guys and learn all Yeah, the but we have, like, rounds to make, and, like, we have to maintain the ship. Like, evenings are pretty chill because the prisoners are asleep. What time did... What time is dinner? Six. What time did we have those drinks? What drinks? The, like, Oscar Arcana. I don't know if I'm really gonna get it. I'm trying to question the guards and, like... Five. Five. Yeah, it's really not gonna help you. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, we can do that later. I was just curious. I wanted to get to know you guys a little more. Have you been on this... Do you usually do this trip every year? Well, I'm 17. That's what Chad says. Okay, I just got hired, like, a year ago. So, you were not here last year? I mean, I was, but they didn't deem me worthy enough to go on this voyage. I mean, you were pretty new, like, what can we say, you know? But here you are now. Yeah. What did they tell you about it? Anybody, anybody you know that's been on this trip before? It's pretty easy work, but you get paid time and a half. <laughs> that's pretty nice. Yeah, time and a half's great. It means that when I get home, I have like a little extra coinage if I'm gonna go to like places. Places? I think I know what you're talking about. Places, you double. I ain't gonna tell you more, Lee. God, get out of my head! Uh, but who are you? Lee and her bro. Is it, is it Chet or Brad or like who's been here? Who's been on the voyage before? Dude, 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 dude. Yeah, talk to me. <laughs> yeah, hit me with it. 
<laughs> Dude, the Captain Skyler, he's been doing this for like 10 years. Oh, wow. Okay. That's why he's the captain. You're turning me into a bro. Dude, don't even be ashamed. Lee, 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 Lee. Yeah. Don't be ashamed. Because, like, bros, we care about people. There's it's nothing true. to be ashamed about caring about people. It's true. It's Together. Together. As a commune. It's true. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. They they literally chest bump. You chest bump with Chad. I have to like jump up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Where's Sky? I'm just what is? Smoking a cigarette off to the side, watching this entire <laughs> before I go find. I like have a handshake with How much Lee is close with the dudes, and you you had one conversation with a prisoner. <laughs> yeah, but it's more out of my personal enjoyment. Of me washing me butts with him. But like, he yeah. can't help it. So where is Sky now? Is he up there? Yeah, dude, he's in the captain's room. Yeah. But is he okay if I bother? I know we all were chill last night, but you know, on duty. Dude, Sky is chill. Sky okay. is chill. He's a little older, but he's chill. Not as old as me. No. No. No one's as old as <laughs> I'll join you in that conversation. I was going to find him after this anyways. Uh... Can I go first and see how it fills out, and then I can bring you in? I, I guess I don't know if- I guess you haven't really done anything to piss him off, so yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. I don't know why I think that you're- <laughs> You're the bro ambassador. I'm the bro <laughs> ambassador. You're I'm bro trying ambassador. to introduce you. Bro ambassador. <laughs> um, so you go to Skylar's room, knock, knock, knock. Skylar yeah. answers the door. Um, he's a man with a black beard, black hair, bright blue eyes. Older, about 40. And he says, hi. He's pretty buff, too. Like, real buff. Oh, damn. Hi. Like, Lee might hop on that. We'll see. How does, how does legs what can I do for you, heroes? How do his oh, legs thanks. look? He doesn't miss leg day. Okay. <laughs> He's not, like, one of these guys. No. He's not. He hits all the days. In the <laughs> all the days. There's definitely a gym on the boat for the bros. That's <laughs> I where Arlo the, is. As I open the door, I'm That's like, where Arlo is. She's at the gym. That's where she okay. I open the door and I'm like, wow, Sky, you're looking hella fresh. I forgot uh, how much you go to the gym. And he yes. comes up and he wants to chest bump with you. Are you okay with that? Um. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. chest bump it out. You yeah. chest bump? Kisses his cheek. <laughs> As I do it, yeah. Lee, it's been so long. I haven't seen you in a while. How's it going? Yeah, it's good, it's good. I mean, you know, nice. I might die soon, but I just wanted to come hang with some You're not gonna bros. die? No? If anyone can kill the Minotaur, it's you three. Oh! You four. Arlo. You're right. She's here. She was a beast in that competition a few years ago. Did you see her? No, we weren't here. Wow. Beast. Excellent. You're gonna do great. I'm well, not I even worried. What? Uh, I was just talking with, you know, the bros, yeah. and they told me that was you, it? it was good. Like, you Chad, know, they're always Chad, Chad, Chad or Jeff, all Sky. of them. Yeah, they're a good time to talk to. We're mm-hmm. gonna play some dice and have some ale later if you want to join. Uh, I was just curious. I wanted to talk to you because, you know, it's been so long. Uh, they told me you do this uh, job every year. Yes. Is there, like, any interesting parts you can tell me about? Some cool story about the Minotaur? Any way to get there? Yes. Tell me. Dude. Tell me, bro. I know the best part 
mm. doing this job every year. What's the best part? I get paid time and a half. It's the best part, man. God damn it. We're time. Not doing <laughs> I get paid time and a fucking half. It's, pretty it's like what you normally get paid, but an extra half. That's that's how math works. You're absolutely right. Uh, What's your intelligence, Mac? I don't, I don't know. I just thought, you know, we could talk them into talking about it. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, don't you ever learn anything about the Minotaur? Like what? You've done so, this trip so many times, you've never Yeah, I put them in the room. Swarm and then room, when we leave the room, I push the button that opens the door to the rest of the labyrinth. They go in. What's your time frame that you leave where you're just like, oh, yeah, there's no chance. Do you just give up right away? Like, do you just turn the boat around? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, right away. There's two boats that they put just on the island in case anyone does escape, they can come back and tell us. Tell your boat or tell Crete? Tell Crete. So four days later... Technically eight days before you come back and get somebody. Come back and get somebody? No, if there's two boats on the island. They bring themselves back. Oh, there's no one manning it. You would have no. to get yourself back. <clears throat> but there's just two boats available. Okay. That's uh, so you know, on where we put the thingy. What you do with Bola? <laughs> so it's just the ten sacrifices and whoever's hunting the beast. You want yeah. that cat? Do you unshackle sacrifices? What you doing? Oh, yeah. When we go into this room, we unshackle everybody. We make sure they're okay. Give them a couple rations. And then we leave the room, shut the door, open the other doors by this button on the outside. We wait for them all to go in, double check, and then we shut the whole thing up and go back home. Time in a half baby right like that's what i'm talking about easy fucking job and getting time and a half give to you stand good for you uh i prefer to go by skyler sorry because there's another man his name is sky he's much younger than me but like he took my fucking name he did you're right i don't want to be i'm gonna be associated with him even though he's on my crew like i want anyone to think i'm him because it's insulting you're right I, I, for, I forgot about other yeah, guys. You're so fucking cool, man. Yeah. Fist bump me. Yeah. Have you tried taking his girl? I heard that gets back at him pretty good. Who, Sky? Yeah. Girl, does Sky have chlamydia? Oh! That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> so we're at about 6 o'clock at night. Um, they're handing out dinner. Okay. Just drool. It's a soup. Is it good soup? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> yeah. It's good soup. Skyler made it. Skyler made it. Not Sky. Skyler made it. It's so funny you put two of them. Oh shit. I go out to the deck of the ship. I toss out the pocket campsite. I grab Ezekiel. Oh. I close out the pocket campsite. Is he okay? Fuck. It's only been a couple days. It's been like four. 
We'll but have. We'll assume when your our travels back, fast tracking you check on him. Surprisingly, he's fine. He's still wrapped in the blanket that's keeping him warm, and he's fine. I'm gonna carry him with me so Arlo can see how good I am with children. Oh shit! <laughs> Arlo notices. <laughs> The two of you are in a corner talking about eggs. Her eggs. <laughs> and how they need a warming. <laughs> Anybody else have anything else they want to do? I'm just chilling with the bros. You're chilling with the bros. When you're chilling with Arlo, talking about eggs and babies. Chilling with Malite. Malite? While you're chilling with Melita, she's starting to like kind of say very seductive things to you. And Miles shows up and really ruins the mood. And he just kind of starts, he tries to hold your hand. <laughs> Dad. Dad, I grow up to be taller than you, but Dad. I grow up to be taller than you. <clears throat> also, just so you know, Miles is nine years old. So he knows better. <laughs> My lawfully good is coming out. I'm just gonna talk with him. I don't want it to get too seductive. You might die. Okay. So I'm you're gonna... spending the evening talking to Malite and Miles. Mm-hmm. Waiting for Miles to go to sleep. So you're with Arlo and the Ezekiel. You're gambling with the uh, Ch Chad people, mm -hmm. the guards. How much do you want to bet? 20. Okay. All in. Nope, wrong one. Where'd it go? Oh, right there in front of my face. Five? Am I adding anything? It's just initiative? Yeah, it's just a D20. Whatever it. it is. Okay, yeah, five. You beat me. Sure, so yeah. You get 40 gold. Yeah. And then you all go to bed. Can I get an initiative roll from all of you for your dreams? Ooh. Rock. Five. Five. 19. Oh, damn. Okay. Wait, you got a five? Yeah. Two? Can you both roll again and see who rolls higher so we know who goes second? Six. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can you do it one more time? Six. Eighteen. Okay, so it's going to go Ferret, Lee, and Charles. If the two of you wouldn't mind going on the front patio. I do. This is outrageous. I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> Ferret, you are having a dream. And in the dream, you are transported to a land that is covered in giant mushroom trees. You are walking in the trees when all of a sudden you look to your left and who is walking with you but Lucius. 
He stops you in the middle of this mushroom forest and says, Ferret, I must confess that my digging into your past has taught me little about you. But then again, gnomes do not leave their homeland often. Not much happens in gnome to be news. No offense. You have two companions. And this is what I wish to tell you. You have two companions that are not what they seem. I know you trust them, but trust me when I say that my digging has shown me that they are not who you think they are. You, Ferret, have not wronged me or my city in any way. You, and he reaches out and touches your shoulder, are welcome back to Crete anytime you wish. But if you happen to bring the head of either of your companions, Charles or Lee, I will give you 5,000 gold pieces per head. What do you say, my friend? Why? Your friend Charles, although he does not know it, for he was separated from his, from his family at a young age, has wronged my king by just his bloodline. He's done what he can for me and I am done with him. On the other hand, your friend Lee, I knew her when I was very young. My want for her demise is more personal. That is all I wish to reveal on that matter. She was the one you spoke about. My childhood was dark and full of nothing but pain. She was a part of that pain. She always beat me. Always. <clears throat> so why me? You are the only one I trust. And what are you? He leans in and touches your shoulder. And he says, I am more powerful than all of you wish to admit I am. For how else would I find you in such a state? And he snaps his finger and he starts to deteriorate out of your dream. And then you wake up. And if you could bring the next person in. Yes. It's going to be Lee. 
So, you fall asleep on the first night on the boat, and while you are dreaming, you find yourself in a space underground, a deep cavern. And in this cavern, there is a small fighting ring. Children of many ages are in this fighting ring and they are fighting each other. And in the stadiums, there seem to be men of great power. And you are sitting in the stadium, watching two children fight each other. A little girl, probably about the age of eight, a dwarf. And a man, not a man, sorry. And a little boy, about the same age, maybe seven a human, and they begin to fight each other. Fists, nothing else. And you are sitting there and watching the young dwarf girl and the young human boy fight each other. And when you look to your right, you see Lucius. And he says to you, I know you remember nothing. Because if you had met me before, before you forgot everything, you would have known who I was. I was someone you so easily snuffed out day in and day out. Did you know that we knew each other when we were young? I was so surprised when you didn't recognize me. We fought once. What you see before you is my memory of us fighting. You won, of course. You always won. But you know what, Lee? I left that life, and I left it in a kind way. I still have connections with the Underdark. But what I have heard is that you eventually returned to take revenge on them. <laughs> I still have allies in the Underdark who have told me that you are wanted across all their lands. I think it would be quite easy for a man with my powers, as you can see what I am doing now, to capture you. All you have to do is return to the city. That's it. Return to Crete. And we'll have another duel, this time as grown-ups, not children. And I'll defeat you, and I'll turn you into the Underdark. I was never fond of losing Leif Trossa. I never have been. Even when we were kids, every time you beat me, I knew that I would get you back.
consider this a rematch. Your turn. He snaps his finger and he starts to deteriorate out of the dream. And you're left watching the small dwarf girl beat the shit out of the little human boy. And then you wake up. And that's the end of your dream. This is so funny. Um. <laughs> There's nothing else that I noticed in the cave, just me and it's mostly just my focus on him and him talking. Um, I mean, you can see that the Underdark are on the sides. Um, you can see that there are men of high power who are watching these battles happen between children. And you recognize that that is you fighting and that is Lucius fighting you. Are they human men or of all races, just of higher power? All races, higher power men that are watching you battle. Kings, emperors. And then the creatures of the Underdark are those who would have controlled you. Um, and you and Lucius were child slaves. else to ask so Charles Charles turn mm -hmm. your dream you awake in a sea of dark water it is black in the sky above you it is black there is only one light and it comes from a giant face in the sky it is the head of Lucius He looks down upon you. Okay. And he says, hello again, Charles. You know, honestly, I liked, I liked your tenaciousness. I liked your eagerness to complete tasks that I put before you. But unfortunately, I think you have served your purpose for me. And I believe I am done with you. While he is speaking, you are having to swim in these pitch black waters to try and keep yourself afloat. It is not an easy current, it is a hard current that is constantly slapping you in the face with salt water. As you know, your family is not on good terms with my king. And as I'm sure you've assumed, I love my king. More than he will ever love me, I love him. By the time you return to Crete, the king will know who you are and who you are connected to. Please, return. Take your chances in the city with all the king's men looking for you.
I wish you the best of luck with the Minotaur. And with that girl you're traveling with. Lee. Although she makes herself seem like a woman who fights for good, she is a monster. Good luck in this life. Perhaps we'll see each other again. He snaps his finger and he starts to deteriorate out of your dream. You are left in the water, being slapped in the face by wave after wave of salt water, stained black, until you wake up. Now I'm gonna tell you your dream. So the first night when you are sleeping, someone comes to you in your dream. You wake up in your dream, but you know it is a dream. Cool. And you're in the gardens okay. behind the castle. And strolling next to you is Lucius, the king's the butler. butler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And he's strolling next to you. I'm like, oh my god. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um... And he tells you, great warrior, Arlo, you have always served our city well. You are one of the king's favorite warriors. There's something I must tell you. It's a warning. Your companions, two of them specifically that you are traveling with, are not who you think they are. The two that I am speaking of are Lee and Charles. They have wronged the crown. They have wronged the entire land of Crete. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, because they had amnesia. I'm going to give you a deal. If you return with their heads, I will reward you 10,000 gold pieces a head. This is all I will leave you with. But remember, do not trust them, for they are not who you think they are. He then kind of evaporates out of the dream, and you wake up. Wait, so but they're just dreams? Yeah. That's it? It's just a dream. That's it. So no, okay. But it's really him. He's coming to you in a dream. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm mm -hmm. saying, like, did I just, like, dream this up? or No. no? Lucius is using some type of magic to go into your dreams. Ah, uh, okay. Two, they wake up right after they hear these dreams, right after Lucius evaporates out of their memories, and they wake up and they find each other. We can't go back to Crete. I thought that. If we go back to Crete, we burn it to the ground, but... Then we'll have half the continent after us. I don't know why we'd have to burn into the ground. I just know that I have wait, one wait, man in particular. Wait, 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 wait. Slow, slow yeah. down. Let's each why, say what happened. Why can't we go back to Crete? I can't go back to Crete. 
why can't you? Because the king will know who I am by the time we return. Says who? Lucius. He spoke to me in my dream. Um, what did he say in your dream? <laughs> that if I go back to... About? I was swimming out in black waters in the middle of the ocean at night. The only light was his... Can I have one of these? Why are you whispering? And he spoke to me. Because <laughs> it's nighttime, okay? I know, but... Sorry, I'll do my stage whisper. We'll say right? it's yeah. like four in the morning. Like, it's early you guys wake up. But we'll just say we're whispering, but we're going to talk normal to you. Okay. He said I've, he appreciates what I've done, but my use to him is over. And by the time we return, the king will know who I am. And... He dared me to come back. He also dared me, apparently, the person who had the least interaction with him. <laughs> he and I go back. We, I beat the shit out of him. We used to be child slaves and had to battle each other. And I beat him. And so he wants me to come back and he like, promised to beat me. We'll see about that. If we go back. When we go back. But I, he was surprised I didn't even have the slightest inkling of who I was, but there we are with the... So, how did... You made it out, so you either... Were Apparently I went back and tried to find the people and fight them, from his words. And he left on good terms, and he made it seem how much power well, he, he felt thought that he, has. he had to warn me about you. Yeah, it's time for you to share your stuff on your conversation. Because you had a late night with Lucius, didn't you? So, or was somebody from <laughs> my dream, I was walking in a mushroom forest. Lucius was walking beside me. He was even so kind as to ask a couple or answer a few questions that I might have had. Basically, he offered me money for the two of your heads, 5,000 a head. Uh, he says you are not what you seem to be. Uh, with my conversation the other night with Lucius, I was able to put together that um, you two know each other. If you're the one that Lucius keeps losing to, then you're the one that went to Athens out of the rival. It was you and him, and he ended up going to Crete, while you yourself went to this little fucker's town. So you are the, you are the equivalent of Lucius for him and his family. I'm sorry, you're getting very, very... I was the equivalent of there Charles? There's no accusations, there's merely connecting dots. Because in this dream, he even specified that Leia was the one that he constantly lost to. And in the conversation where he was more inebriated than he usually was on his night off, when I spoke to him till about 3 in the morning, he disclosed to me that the person that c continuously, that for one, he was brought into these fighting rings 
and the only one who continued to bait him over and over was the one who went to Athens. And since this dream being the one to confirm that the one that continued to best him in all combat was Lithrosa. I understand what is happening. That she but herself was the one to We have reached to. a point of trust. We have, but all I'm saying So right now, is are you now going to take this deal? I don't think he is. That's why deal? he's telling us. Where would that benefit me? Good. So shut the fuck up and stop <laughs> thinking that I'm going to go and ratchet out the first thing I want. I trust him more than you are, <clears throat> You're the one making deals on the side. I have no deals. I've nearly told you what I offers have. were given to me before I've even given credence to the thought. No deals. So shut your mouth and let me finish. One so, Leif Trasa, you like yourself, and Charles, somehow, somehow know each other. Pitch. We're all in different races somehow. Here's here's one ray of one ray of light that we have. Lucius himself has not had any information onto myself. That is both beneficial to our current predicament in the fact that you've gone and royally pissed off a very powerful individual. Now very powerful. He but too, we have something that he does not, and he's at least seeming a little more uncomfortable with it because of me being an unknown. He doesn't know quite what it is that is going on. So he's trying to enlist me to help his cause. Right. So, as it is now, we play the situation as if we have not spoken. Okay. And if he can read into our minds that we have, it doesn't matter. It's not like he's here. True. But we are one step closer as to finding out exactly who we are and where we came from. We have one more lead in the fact that you two at least have some history together. So our next step being, as soon as we cut ties here, that we can pursue that. Killing we'll the what happens with the Minotaur. Yeah, killing the Minotaur, we can't go and get ourselves a uh, reward. So people uh, yeah. looking to uh, pay us are the ones that will be the ones looking to kill us. Stop gambling so much then. <laughs> I have a few ideas. If, if we play our cards right and we are able to kill the Minotaur, we send Arlo back. We have to kill him. Uh, well, of course, but if we want the reward, we send Arlo to collect. And then, then we... Then it didn't make it. Okay. And say that we perished in the, f in the. There's nothing guaranteeing her that she'll come find us afterwards. Nothing guaranteeing, but there's something that we can at least set up. Because we either get no money, or we have a potential for meeting a friend again further down the the road for at least some money. Well, I have a similar idea, but instead of sending Arlo back, we send you back. Then he hires you oh, to hunt yeah. the two of us down. You can meet us later. Possibly. Or you can say, you killed us, or, yeah, we can keep plotting, we have a little bit of time. If she says he but killed us, he's gonna, Lucius is gonna Lucius is going to want your heads. Oh, for you to get paid, yeah, okay. He wants your heads from me, as proof. Or you deliver us alive to him. 
kill everyone in the castle and try and make an escape, but I see that going down. It'd be a lot, yeah. Um, He's walking for power, also, I don't and we've just delivered it to him I'm on a silver platter. Who wants unnecessary bloodshed? Neither do I. Well, Graea herself has gotten a little too revenge heavy and has not seen the other dangers. Thus, she has well, just. Sh- that event's but going to happen. Because she was just solo on her own personal back. revenge. Exactly, but yet we've still hunted power changing. Really? That enchantment is going to trigger a day before we return. We still have a day's journey, if and we hope and pray that she's still alive. But if we are able to kill the Meritori in a day, it might take several. Exactly. Either way. We have no the king that who is, is in charge will be dead on our return, and who else holds any sort of semblance of any loyalty? And seeing as they can speak in our dreams, it's a safe bet that Lucius is going to be the one that has power played us. We have two boats, this is another idea, possibly three, upon reaching the island. Before this happened, I wanted to push whichever survivors that we could save onto the second boat and send them to Athens. <laughs> Somewhere that's not going to have any other choice. That's the only safe harbor that we can continuously count on. The only so. safe harbor that you can count on. So, as a party, there's only one third of us that can still land on crate soil yeah. and not have any sort of lashback. Exactly. So, so I think it's best if Lee and I go to Athens, you go back to Crete. And say what? That Tell them you got, got away, away from me? That we killed the Minotaur, you can hand him the Minotaur's head, and when you tried to turn on us, we caught wind of your plan. So you say split the party and I go back with Arwo. If you want a reward, that's the only way. Otherwise we kill the Minotaur and go to and all three of us go to Athens with anyone ever eh, any other survivors. But again I don't think the three of us can ship. This could work in our favour. If we do that and I proceed back with Arlo and you take another ship with the survivors and you'll all set out for Athens. We set up the first half of Arlo's weapon on your ship. On one of the ships that are there. And then once on we are ship. back, what do you mean on the one we're on right Listen, now? Listen, there are two other ships on the island. That's what I just right said. Now. That was like the so, two boats that are already so, there, and you yes, both were like, no. So one of you. So we go to Athens, take one of the halves of the lance. We go to Athens, they have the other half of the lance. We get so the reward, they get the reward and, and they, they dance for us. And we go to Athens with you. Because we when were, we're done killing the Minotaur. Yes. yes. Okay. So yes. we kill the Minotaur. You and the surviving uh, sacrifices. tributes, sacrifices, will board the ship and head for Athens. Myself, Arlo, and a few others will head back to Crete. We'll we'll collect the reward. Oh boy. I'll keep my ear to the ground there. 
No, she's asleep. On if anything goes awry, if anything goes awry, then we can teleport back. But my only question is, where are those loyalty lies? Yes. We might have to. Luckily, you two have a connection, so I would milk that shit. Well, I think we might have to stage something to convince her. To go keep to keep it instead of using it with the minotaur. Well, well, she'll well, want her reward the only way that for that her plan works is, Yeah. The only way so that, that plan works is if she... She'll want her reward <laughs> for her effort. <laughs> yeah, she has to be filled it's in on the plan if she's going to be a part of it. But that's if she's going along with it, then she could double-cross. You're alone in Crete. I've known exactly. Mm. Let's keep... Let's keep... There is Speaking no promise that see. she will go along with this Athens trip. We'll have to give it a few days. We still have time. Hello, my name is Martian Val. I'm a professor at the University of Thessaly at Tinkerers College. I'm a regional scientist. I specialize in studies of urban areas. I help Thessaly and her sister cities solve problems based on anal analytics and analysis of past problems. I maintain a small private collection of books on local cities in this region of the old cosmos. The following is an excerpt from a book titled Crete, the History of the Minus Rule. In the year 70 p.m., Minus was born. PM, my friends, means post-Norel, for those of you who were born under a rock. He was born to the god Zeus, an immortal woman Europa. She was known to be the most beautiful maiden on her continent. At the time, this land was only rural. There were no cities. Zeus disguised himself as a mortal man to win her heart secretly. Zeus then fled the land, leaving Europa to raise Minos alone. When Minos came of age, it was clear that through his strength, he was different from the other mortals in this area. Minos decided to put his strength to good use, and he began to build a city. It was easy for Minos to build a following in this area, since many saw his strength as a gift from the gods. Once a small hub was built near the sea, Minus began to build ships. His first fleet consisted of ten vessels. This was the first time this continent had traded or interacted with other cities in hundreds of years. Soon, Crete was tripled its size, and the people all saw the never-aging Minus as a god among men. On his mother's deathbed, she revealed to her son who his true father was. Minus spent the next decade searching the land for ways to enter the Republic or to any ties to his father. Through his travels, he was able to make more allies with distant cities. He created a new trade route via the sea from Crete to Thebes. This expansion brought new spices and silks to this city. Soon Crete was a major hub in the trade routes of the sea. His fleet of ships was now one of the largest in the world. He spent two years 
mapping the storm around the Republic. No sailor had entered the storm and returned. Minus never went in. He always stayed on the outskirts of the storm. In his tenth year of travel, Minus was met with a stroke of bad luck. That was good luck in disguise. He was on another mission to map the storm around the Republic when a mighty wind blew his boat into the storm. The crew panicked and tried to steer the boat away from the storm, but it was useless. The wind was so great that many believed it was sent by Poseidon himself. The ship was torn apart in the storm, ripped asunder. There was only one survivor, Minus. He woke up on a beach in the Republic. He was able to meet his father for the first time. This is also when his father gave him three gifts. The first gift was a goddess's hand in marriage. The goddess he was given was Pasiphae, the daughter of Helios, the sun god. The second gift was a way to travel to the land of his father. This was in the form of a special boat made of gold. Now, gold does sink, but this is a special boat. This boat was able to travel through the Republic storm without sinking. The final gift is often referred to as the final wave. Zeus asked his brother Poseidon for a baby Cetus to give his son. This creature is an entirely white serpent with a head that resembles that of a shark. This creature is able to live for centuries. It is a creature that can grow to massive proportions. Often, when this beast grows to a certain size, they spend the remainder of their lives in the deepest depths of the sea, rarely to be seen again. This is the only Cetus in existence that has had a bond with a mortal. The two were intertwined until the beast perished. After connecting with his father, Minus found a new passion for life. He returned to Crete with a new queen, and the two ruled peacefully for the next hundred years. During this time, Minus was able to conquer and maintain all of the island chains to the east. All except one, Circe's Island. He left Circe to her own toils. It is said he did this as a gift for his wife, since Circe is her older sister, after all. It is also said that Zeus told him to leave the, the island alone, as he was the one to exile Circe. A few believe that Minos was afraid of Circe. Pasiphae bore eight children. Arine, Androges, Dusalion, Phaedra, Glaucus, Catrace, Asaeceles, and Xenodice. Four boys and four girls. The Cetus grew to a massive size during this era. Its body was able to wrap around half of the continent's shore. It was always close, keeping Crete, and more importantly, King Minos himself, safe from all harm. Yes, yes, come in, come in. Hey, Professor? Yes, I was 
Sorry to bug you. I was just wondering if I could go over this some notes on this paper with you. Ah, uh, yes, Atricio. Uh, yes, yes. Come, come. If you're if you're busy, I could come back later. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, this is a project that will take many, many more years, my friend. Uh, let me just uh, turn this off real quick. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. Here's just a few thank yous. One, the cover art, again done by Keelan Grace Art, is of Leaf Trasa. So if you wanted to know what Leaf Trasa looked like, there you go. If you want to find this artist, you can find her on Instagram at Keelan, K-E-E-L-I-N, Grace, G-R-A-C-E, Art, A-R-T. Again, you can find her at Keelan Grace Art. Also, we had a new segment at the end, which I hoped you I hope you enjoyed, um, kind of delving into a little more history behind Crete. And a huge thank you to our little guest voice actors who played the parts. Hello, my name is Tyler Jensen, and I play the voice of Professor Morrison Val. Thank you. My name is Colton Jensen, and I read for the student Atricio. Again, a huge thank you to these voice actors for lending their voice, because these segments really do add to the podcast as a whole. So we'll see you next time when we enter the labyrinth and face the Minotaur. Thank you.